God bless all of you this morning. Hallelujah. This is another day where I get to share with you guys another podcast. Something that God's placed on my heart to share with you guys is about the tithe. And the tithe is part of the gospel. And I'd like to take a couple of minutes just of your time for you to listen to the importance of giving the tithe. Because what God has taught me about giving, and giving the tithe is 10%. And this was firmly established in the beginning. And we're going to go into the beginning in the book of Genesis. And I want to go into Genesis chapter 28, verse 20 through 22. And I want you to see this, hallelujah, where the tithe is founded. Thank you, Jesus. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and keep me in this way that I am going, and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on, so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. The key word is tenth. And the tenth is talking about the 10%. So we understand that Jacob was taught by his father Isaac to give 10% of all of his income that comes into the house. And Isaac was taught by his father Abraham to give 10% of all your income that comes into the house. And I wanted to teach you guys this um, short message just on the tithe and the importance of why we are to give 10% of everything that comes in. Hallelujah. I want you to see that Moses, he was shown by God about the tithe and the offering. And I want to also focus most importantly on Abraham because the Bible teaches us that you and I, who are believers in Christ, are called the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we are to be following in the same footsteps as Abraham, just as he walked on the earth. So I want you to see this. Abraham was shown about giving the tithe to God. And we see him giving tithe to God through the king Melchizedek. And in this, in this time where Abraham is in his generation, when he gives the 10% to King Melchizedek, we actually see that he's given it to Jesus. Because King Melchizedek in the time of Abraham we notice in the scriptures is actually Jesus in the time of Abraham. This is why the word of God says that Jesus was before Abraham. So we know that Jesus was in the beginning and we know that Jesus is in the end. That's why the Bible says in Revelation chapter 22 verse 13 that I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. So Jesus is before and Jesus is in the middle and Jesus is at the end. Hallelujah. I want you to go with me into Genesis chapter 14, verse 18 through 20. I want you to see this in the scriptures. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God, most high. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God, most high, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God, most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. Now, Abram, 
just got done fighting a war. Uh, he just defeated his enemies. And he took the spoils, uh, you know, everything. He looted all of his enemies um, that was given to him by God. And now he's coming to the priest, which represents the high priest in the time of Abram. Notice his name is still Abram and not Abraham. Okay. But I want you to see that the priest that he comes to was Jesus. And we have to notice, like I said, that Abraham's name in this time before he gave was Abram. And the reason that his name was still Abram was because the gospel had not yet been preached to him. When Abram believes in the gospel, his name was is changed to Abraham. Now, I want you to see this because, hallelujah, this is what the Bible says. As Abram gave a tenth to the Lord, hallelujah, the Bible says that as he gave a tenth of what he had, it was given to King Melchizedek. And King Melchizedek represents Christ. So I want every believer that's listening to this podcast to understand that as you give to a priest representing a pastor or representing uh, you know, a, a place that you are learning and growing from or somewhere that you're established, as you give 10% of your income, it's not going to the pastor. It's not going to uh, you know, the person that you're giving it to, the man of God. It's going to Jesus. In the same way, when Abraham, when Abram gave 10% to Melchizedek, that represented him giving it directly to Jesus because in the Bible, the word says that King Melchizedek was Christ. And I know that this was the Holy Spirit showing mankind that as we give to a man who looks like a man on the earth, we don't, we don't understand that as we give, we're actually given directly to Jesus. And I want you to see this, and I want to show you in the scriptures that King Melchizedek was actually Christ in the days of Abram, not yet Abraham. In Hebrews chapter 7, verse 1 through 4, the Bible says, For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham, returning from the slaughter of the kings, and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being translated, king of righteousness, and then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, remains a priest continually. Now consider how great this man was to whom even the patriarch, Abraham, gave a tenth of the spoils. See, I want you to understand that the way that you give your 10% to God is by giving 10% to the man of God that's physically on the earth because you can't physically give your money, hallelujah, to, to God who's in the heavens. You can't hand your money up in the air and give it to God and God will take it miraculously. That's not how it works. See, God was using, uh, through his son Jesus, King Melchizedek, who King Melchizedek, like it says, we see, who was king of righteousness. 
The one who is righteous is Christ. It also says king of peace. We know that the word says before Jesus came that the word says that he will be the prince of peace, meaning that he is the king of peace. And the Bible says that he was without father and without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life. And we know that, Holy Spirit, we know that Jesus, he was without father and mother, meaning having to be conceived to form a child. He was formed by the Spirit of God inside of Mary's womb, Holy Spirit. And we have to understand, Holy Spirit, this is what, this is what God was showing us in the scriptures. He was teaching us even in the days of Abraham that as we give to a man of God on the earth, we're actually skipping the man of God and it's going to Jesus directly. So anytime that you give a tithe of your 10% of your income that comes in, know that you're not giving it to man. Know that you're not giving it to, uh, you know, a priest, that you're not giving it to a pastor. But the word is teaching you that as Abraham gave it to King Melchizedek, that it was going directly to Jesus. In the same way, hallelujah, the Bible, Bible teaches us that in Acts chapter 10, let me show you where this is found. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 10, Cornelius is a man who's given alms, is what the word says. And alms represents given of money. So the Bible says that he's given alms. And as he's given these alms, an angel of the Lord appears to him. And he says to him, your money has come up to the to God who is in heaven and it has become a sweet smell and aroma unto him so what was he saying who was uh, Cornelius given alms to he was given offerings and he was given offerings to the priest in his time as he gave to the priest in his time the offerings the Bible says that an angel came down and as the angel came down the angel of the Lord said to him wow your alms have come up to God as a sweet smell and aroma, meaning a good sacrifice. And that represented that the alms that um, uh, Cornelius was given was not going to a priest. They were not going, Holy Spirit, they were, <laughs> hallelujah, they were not going to a pastor. They were not going into the man of God's hands. But as they went into the hands physically, supernaturally and spiritually, the aroma was coming up to God. My God. Let me show you where this is found. Acts chapter 10, verse 4. Hallelujah. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. Look at that. I want you to see this. In verse 3, it says, About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. So the angel was sent by God to let Cornelius know that as he's been given his alms, his money, his offerings, that they had been coming up to God as a memorial before the Lord, as a sacrifice, a memorial. Hallelujah. And I want you to see this because when you give, Holy Spirit, Whatever man doesn't see what you give, it doesn't matter if man doesn't know how much you've given. God sees how much you give. God sees your heart when you give. 
God sees the 10% that you're supposed to give. And I want to go back, Holy Spirit, I want to go back into the importance of giving the tithe. Because the tithe, some people believe that the tithe stopped in the Old Testament. But it did not stop in the Old Testament because the Bible says in the days of Jesus that even in the days of Jesus that he gave what belonged to Caesar, okay? And then he also says give what belongs to God. What he was talking about, give what belongs to God, is the 10%. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Because the Word teaches us that everything belongs to God. Everything belongs to God. And it's a privilege, Holy Spirit. It's a privilege for us to be able to give what already belongs to the Lord. I want you to see this. Everything already belongs to God. And I'm going to go back into Luke so I can show you that it's not just an Old Testament practice. This is a, test, this is a practice of the gospel. And that's why I want to teach you that given your tithe and given author, offerings, hallelujah, is a part of the work of the gospel. I want you to see this. Leviticus chapter 27, hallelujah, verse 30. And all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. The tithe belongs to God, saints. The 10% is not a choice. The 10% belongs to the Lord already. And I find it very interesting that God entrusts us with all this because it's already his. So God is testing you because it already belongs to him. But he gave it to you to see if you're going to give it back to him. Holy Spirit. He wants to see where your heart is. And he, and he allows you to partake in this blessing of giving back 10% of what you've earned. My God. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let me show you. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 12 through 14. Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Now therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you, and of your own we have given you. So you're giving back what already belongs to God. My God. Hallelujah. Your mindset has to change from it's not your money. It's God's money, Holy Spirit, that's going back to God. But God is watching you how you steward the money that he's given to you so that he can give you more. That's why the Bible says that if you're a good steward with the little, if you're faithful with the little, he will be faithful to give you more and he'll increase you, meaning that he will increase your finances. He will increase the income that comes in because God is the one who owns all the silver and gold. My God, Holy Spirit, thank you, Father. Let me show you. I want to go back, like I said, to show you that given the tithe is a part of the gospel and it did not change and it was not something that was just in, in the Old Testament. But it's also in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me show you where this is found. In Luke chapter 18, verse 12. This is very simple, but it's in the book of Luke. And Luke is in the New Testament. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. So that defeats the whole mindset of tithing is no longer of the Old Testament. Luke chapter 8 verse 12. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. It's that simple, saints. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. What is the tithe? The tithe is the 10%. The 10% that God spoke and taught to Moses. That God spoke and taught to Abraham. That God spoke and taught to Jacob. That God spoke and talked to, uh, taught to uh, Isaac. Hallelujah. My God. This is the simpleness of the gospel. And I'm teaching you, my God, this is so important for the believer to understand that we are called to give 10% of everything that comes into our household because it is a command. Hallelujah. Look at this. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to see the benefit. I'm going to give you one benefit, and I'm going to show you it in the scriptures that happened to Abram. Hallelujah. When he gave 10% of everything that he had. Abram just got done fighting a war. He slaughtered everybody, the word says, like we read in Hebrews chapter 7. And he gave a tenth to King Melchizedek, representing Jesus, meaning he was given what already belonged to God because God is the one who gave him the victory over his enemies. Hallelujah. And he gave him all the spoil that came from the slaughter that he received from all of his enemies. And now Abram gives the tenth. After Abram gives the tenth, all of a sudden, we see one chapter later in chapter 15 of Genesis. Genesis chapter 15. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. Let me get there. Hallelujah. I pray you guys are being blessed by this in the name of Jesus. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield your exceedingly great reward. Now, I want you to understand this. The same angel of the Lord that came to Abram in Abram's time, which is the Old Testament, the same angel came to Cornelius in the book of Acts, which is the New Testament. Okay? After Cornelius gave, the angel of the Lord came to Cornelius, and he said, Do not be afraid, for I want you to know your money that you've been given has come up as a sweet smell and aroma. That was the New Testament. So like I said, giving tithes and offerings is of the New Testament still to this day. Watch what it says in the time of Abraham, which represents the Old Testament. He says, after these things that you have given the 10% to King Melchizedek, all of a sudden Abram has a vision and an angel comes, hallelujah, and speaks to Abram. And he says, I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Watch this. Verse 2. Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me? See, and I go childless. And the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Verse 3. Then Abram said, look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. Abram is saying, I do not have a son. So what is, what is happening? All of a sudden, after Abram gives the 10% to King Melchizedek, this is the word that comes to Abram. Now he's promised a son. Watch. Hallelujah. Listen, Holy Spirit. You can't put a price tag on receiving a child 
anybody who cannot have a child under the sound of my voice, just because of your giving of 10%, you shall have a child. It's the covenant of God because you give what God told you to give back, my God. All of a sudden, what you could not do and what the doctors could not perform, 10% of your income, you have to ask yourself, is it worth you being able to have a child? In the same way, when Abram gave 10%, God said, I will make you the father of many nations, and you shall be Father Abraham. But his name was not Abraham yet. His name was still Abram because he was not Abraham, okay? Because Jesus still had not come and preached the gospel to him. Hallelujah. I want you to see this. When you give, this is not why we give, but you will receive an exceedingly great reward. And the Bible is clear to teach you through the life of Abraham and the life of Cornelius what comes to those who give what already belongs to God. God is just looking to see if you're willing to give what already belongs to him. And I want to just end it here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. That after Abram gave 10%, God comes and speaks to Abram and says, you will be a father of many nations, and he promises him a son. Now, after that, after that happens, Jesus comes and preaches the gospel to Abram, hallelujah, and as he believes in Jesus, his, names get, his name gets changed to Abraham, for he becomes more than just one. He becomes many, for he will be the seed of all. And the seed, of course, we know was Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Let me pray. Let me pray for all of you. I pray you guys have been blessed by this short message. I pray it gets into your spirit, the importance of giving 10% of your tithe. It goes to who's feeding you. It goes to, uh, you know, your pastor, your priest, whoever it is. But the priest represents the pastor in this time. And know that it's not going into his hands. Know that it's not going to the church that you go to. But it goes up to God as a sweet smell and aroma like we read in Acts chapter 10. Hallelujah. Let me pray for everybody that's listening to this message. Father, in the name of Jesus, I magnify you through your, for your word. I thank you, Father, for everybody that's connected. I thank you, Father, for everybody that's listening to this podcast. I ask that you move by your spirit. And I thank you that you have released the truth. And the truth sets your people free. That, the, that your people will no longer think of it as a sacrifice, but they will understand that it is a blessing that you have given us the opportunity to be able to give what already belongs to you in the first place. Father, I thank you that we will stop withholding what already is yours, that we will no longer think of it as a sacrifice. We will no longer think of it as something that we are given what is ours because it's not ours, but it belongs to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that every person that does give the 10%, that they will see the exceedingly great reward just like you gave to Abraham. Because, Father, your word says that we are the seed of Abraham, meaning that we have all the promises of Abraham. So therefore, as we follow in the footsteps of the seed of Abraham by giving 10%, we know that we too will have a great reward because Abraham is our father and he's our example of what you want to do in our lives. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you will do a great work in every person that is listening to this message. I give you all the glory. I give you all the praise and I give you all the honor. And I thank you, Father, that as they give, your word says that the windows of heaven will remain open, 
and that the storehouses will overflow. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you will pour out a blessing upon them so great that they will not know what to do with it. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I seal all these things and I decree and establish your word in your divine order in everybody that's listening to this message. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. This has been just another podcast with Prophet Joel Grover. I encourage you guys to continue to connect. Uh, if you haven't already, go ahead and follow. And I'll let you guys know every single day that I'm posting a brand new message that God places in my spirit so that you can be encouraged in the name of Jesus. I love all of you. God bless you.